Hey there, welcome back to this edition of The Shaleen Show, which is actually a part two. I encourage you to go back and listen to part one. Part one was entitled, My Diet Drama. That episode will bring you up to speed, and I think it's kind of important to listen to that one before you listen to this one. I really think the second part of the story make so much more sense to you. All right, I'll give you a chance to go listen to that one. And for those of you who already have, thanks for your feedback. Thanks for reaching out to me on Snapchat and on Instagram and on Facebook. The messages have been really cool because, well, so many of you describe feeling much of the same and really relating to the story I shared in episode one. Now I bring to you part two. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. All right, let's do this. Now, before I go much further, I'm just going to suggest that you stay tuned to the very end because I'll explain in detail the program that I've developed. In general, what I discovered was that diets weren't working for me and neither was adding on additional exercise. And my clean eating had resulted in (laughs) malnutrition, basically, which didn't make any sense to me, which was really frustrating and infuriating. Like, how could I be eating clean and exercising every day for more than a couple of hours? And then I go and have a nutrition panel done and my levels come back in so many areas of important vitamins and I'm deficient, like someone who's been eating a junk diet like someone who doesn't exercise, like someone who's unhealthy. And these things would not have been picked up, by the way, if I had just gone to my general practitioner. I went and had extensive lab work done by an integrative medical doctor. And you know, that's another bummer about this whole healthcare system thing. It's not a healthcare system. Like what we have is a sick care system because anything you wanna do related to health, basically it's not covered. The tests, the studies, supplements, you know, working with someone to heal your body through nutrition, that's not covered. What is covered is once you're sick, having a doctor send you to go see another doctor, having a doctor write you a prescription for pills. But if you want to get to the bottom of it, if you're a curious person, which I know you are, and your question is, wait, why? I don't want a pill. I don't want to take a freaking supplement. I want to know why am I deficient? I want to get to the bottom of this. Why does it look like on paper, I'm not a healthy individual? And like, what's the point if I'm trying this hard, if I'm eating, quote unquote, a clean diet and exercising constantly? Like, you know, I need answers. And unfortunately, with our healthcare system as it stands, Nearly nothing is covered as it pertains to health. Okay, that's a whole nother podcast. Anyway, so I go and I pay for countless tests out of pocket. And I'm really fortunate enough to be financially in a position that I can do that. That kind of makes me mad too that, you know, I mean, that's just such an inequality. If you want to be proactive and be healthy or stay healthy or find out how to get healthy without taking a pill, it's going to come out of your pocket, which is such a crime. Oh, it's foolish because we could save so much money as a nation if we just revamped our healthcare system to actually provide health. (laughs) Instead of only treating us once we're sick, if we actually taught people how to be healthy, oh my gosh, 
we would save lives and we would save money. So I have these tests done and I find out that I am deficient in nearly every category. And I guess in general terms, you could say I was experiencing malnourishment, which didn't make sense to me. And I, of course, wanted to know why. Please explain this. And what I learned was that I have a condition known as leaky gut. Let's talk about leaky gut. Because I, probably very much like you, had heard that term before, but I thought that was something people had that experienced digestive issues, like, you know, maybe a chronic diarrhea or chronic constipation or diverticulite. I really thought that was just like, you would know because you'd be doubled over in pain. I remember I had a student of mine once who told me that she had, she told me she had IBS and I'm like, oh, wow. And then I went home and looked it up. I'm like, wow, that would be horrible to have. And I assumed when people would discuss leaky gut or gut health, that's what they were referring to. Little did I know that there are more of us suffering from leaky gut than just about any other condition. In fact, 80% of the American population, it's estimated, suffers from leaky gut, many of whom it's unbeknownst to them. It certainly was unbeknownst to me. I didn't think I had any of the symptoms. Nonetheless, I didn't know all of the symptoms. So before we go much further, just so I can just kind of pull you into this, because again, with 80% of the population suffering from leaky gut, there's a really good chance you've got leaky gut. So let's talk about some of the symptoms that would help you know if you are suffering from leaky gut. Okay, they include any type of autoimmune disease. So arthritis, lupus, celiac disease, Crohn's disease. Many people attribute leaky gut to almost all autoimmune diseases like ADD, ADHD, Alzheimer's, autism, many forms of cancer. Now, I'm not suggesting that you can heal cancer or heal any of these autoimmune diseases or completely eradicate them by healing leaky gut, but certainly there is a preponderance of evidence to suggest that leaky gut contributes to these diseases because leaky gut causes gut inflammation, and inflammation is the root of disease. I don't know about you, but if I suffer from any type of autoimmune disease, or if I have a family member or a loved one who suffers from any type of autoimmune disease, and I know that there's a potential, even a remote potential, let's say, that they could have some relief, be relieved from their symptoms simply by improving their diet and approaching their lifestyle in an effort to heal leaky gut, that they could potentially change their lives and be healthy without medication, without further treatment. I mean, how are we not getting this information to the general population? Why are our doctors still just prescribing medication? Well, you know the answer to that. It's the drug industry. Maybe you're saying to yourself, I don't have any of those autoimmune diseases. So maybe, Shaleen, I am of the 20% that it is hypothesized doesn't suffer from leaky gut. Okay, how about some of these? A poor immune system. In other words, you are chronically sick. You get colds and flus pretty easily. You come down with infections. How about headaches? brain fog that tends to get worse every year. And you're not in your 70s, but you feel like you are. You can't remember certain words. You can't remember what you're doing. Sometimes when you walk into the room, you've just got this heavy brain fog. Memory loss. What about chronic fatigue or just excess fatigue? Skin rashes, acne, eczema, rosacea. 
How about craving carbs all the time or sugar? Just about any joint pain, any itis, bursitis, tendonitis, plantar fasciitis, arthritis. How about anxiety, depression, lupus, celiac disease, Crohn's disease, IBS, SIBO, candida. SIBO and candida are both considered overgrowth, like an overgrowth of yeast or an overgrowth of bacteria in the digestive tract. Chronic diarrhea, constipation, irregularity, gas, bloating, nutritional deficiencies. Let's go back to bloating. I tend to believe now that most women don't even know they're bloated. They think that's belly fat. And I'm not saying that some people don't have belly fat and bloating. You know when your stomach just feels distended and you're like, well, you know, I guess I'm just getting older or I guess my body's changing or, you know, maybe this is my belly, like maybe this is fat. I can tell you, I've heard from thousands and thousands of women who have said, I didn't realize I was so bloated. Just by healing leaky gut, I'm wearing smaller pants. I feel comfortable again, like my jeans aren't gouging into my waist anymore. And that was because of bloating, bloating that they had just been living with for so many years, they didn't realize it was bloating. Hashimoto's disease, thyroid conditions, PCOS, insomnia, low testosterone, estrogen imbalance, hair loss, osteoporosis migraines, irritability, lack of libido, nutrient deficiencies, unexplained weight gain, adrenal fatigue, and weight loss resistance, just to name a few. So did you fall anywhere on that list? I don't know about you, but that was a shocker to me to find out that all of these conditions, all of these symptoms can relate to leaky gut. Now, If you're like me, I also thought to myself, those are the symptoms they kind of list for everything, aren't they? Like, I don't know. If you go to the doctor, aren't a couple of those symptoms, no matter what you go to the doctor for, and a couple of those symptoms on your list? Yeah, doc, I've got a headache. I don't know. I really can't concentrate. I'm feeling fatigued. So I don't know if I had paid attention to that list of symptoms, if I would have put two and two together or assumed I had leaky gut. But here's the clincher. What if whatever symptom you're reporting, whatever side effects, whatever ails you, what if when you first started having some type of symptom, you started by healing your gut and you worked on your, hello, your immune system before it turned into an itis, before it turned into Hashimoto's or hair loss? Let's just play along and pretend you have leaky gut. Because here's the deal, even if you don't, if you pretend that you do and you start living your life as if you do, you will benefit from it. It's how you become healthier. It's how you develop stronger mitochondria and an improved immune system. All right, what is the gut? Because a lot of people just think we're talking about the stomach. Like, you know, think about it. When you get punched in the gut, don't you think about your stomach? Or do you think below the belt? Do you think actual intestines. Well, both of those are incomplete. Your gut actually starts at the mouth. That's where the beginning of your gastrointestinal tract begins. 
When we eat food, it passes down the esophagus into the stomach. This is all part of the gut. And then into the small intestines. Now, the small intestine has three sections. We don't need to get into that, but it has three sections. It's in the small intestine where our food is digested and some of it absorbed into the bloodstream. From the small intestine, things are then passed along into the large intestine. The large intestine continues upward and around and kind of ascends down to the colon. Now, this is all still part of the gut. The next part of the gut is called the transverse colon because it crosses the body. It then heads downward, which we consider the descending colon. The last part of the colon is S-shaped, as you probably remember from an Oprah episode. And then it leads to the rectum. And that's where our feces are stored and then pushed out through, you know, involuntary muscular contractions through the anus and into the toilet, we hope. Now, the anus is a muscular opening that is usually closed unless, of course, you're passing stool. The large intestine absorbs water and contains foods or particles or fiber that's not digested. So when you hear the term gut, you want to think about the whole system, like the system of how food, which is medicine, right? How food, macro and micronutrients come into the body, how they're processed and how they're then passed out, how they're used. So it's a really incredibly important process because if we don't have proper nutrition, if we don't have proper macro and micronutrients, well, we don't operate at our highest performance. The whole process of digestion actually begins in your mouth. In fact, the digestive process begins to happen even before food touches your lips. Just thinking about food or smelling aromas can begin to produce enzymes that will eventually break down food, like your body begins to prepare you to break down food when it's working properly. And those muscular contractions that move the food from your mouth all the way down to the toilet, those muscular contractions work properly when the body works properly, and the body only works properly when we're receiving proper nutrition. Three quarters of your body is involved with digestion, with your gut starts at your mouth and goes all the way down below your hips. There's a lot involved in the digestive process. Oh, and even though it's called the small intestines, the average adult has, get this, it's crazy to even try to fathom. The average adult has 23 feet of small intestine, 23 feet. The average adult has approximately five feet, if stretched end to end, of the large intestine. Now, you might wonder why the large intestine is called the large intestine if it's only about five feet and the small intestine has about 23 to 24 feet. Well, that's because the large intestine is wider. Remember where it starts, remember where it ends. That whole area from start to finish contains bacteria. In fact, we are made up of more bacteria, bugs, good guys and bad guys, then we are made up of human cells. In fact, the immune system inside your body interacts with the bacteria that's on the outside and on the inside of your body. And, and that interaction within the cells, within the lining of the gut, is what excretes massive quantities of antibodies into our gut. In other words, that's where we fight off infection 
toxins, things that the body doesn't recognize, illness, bad guys, good guys. And one of the ways that our body fights off any type of toxin, any irritant, anything that's seen as foreign is through inflammation. So think about when you get a sliver in your fingertip, the teeniest, tiniest, smallest sliver of wood, so small that you need to go put on your reading glasses and get a pair of tweezers. And even still, you can just barely see it in the right light. Nonetheless, that teeny tiny little foreign body typically will make your fingertip turn red and swell. That's inflammation. Now imagine what's going on in our gut. What we don't realize is that so much of the food that we're eating, so much of the environmental exposure that we receive every day is viewed as toxic or an invader or foreign to our body. Little do we know that our body is fighting all the time because it doesn't recognize most of the things that we're putting into it or that we're exposed to. So many of the diseases that we're dying from are the result of chronic inflammation, inflammation that starts in the gut lining. Now that inflammation, what it does is it breaks down the gut lining. So think about tissues when they're inflamed, they get weakened and weakened tissues get thinner. Think about the last time you had a blister, right? The skin gets very thin, it gets inflamed. Now imagine if that were happening for years and years and years and you just didn't know it, which is what's happening to 80% of us. We don't even realize that our gut is inflamed. We may not realize that there are foods we're eating, which we have a personal sensitivity to, or there's foods we're eating every day or things that we're exposed to every day. And we don't even realize that our body is fighting it off. We just have come to accept the fact that we're always achy and sore in the morning. We've come to accept the fact that we feel fatigued or tired every afternoon around four, that migraines and headaches, maybe that's just something all parents have. We come to anticipate that we're not going to be able to sleep tonight. And we just never stop to think that, hey, maybe I should feel better. Maybe it's not normal to feel this crummy. And maybe the reason why I feel so crummy is because there's constant inflammation in my body. And that constant inflammation is breaking down your immune system. We can almost use the terms immune system and gut microbiome interchangeably because they're that closely linked. So if you're breaking down your gut lining, what you're doing is breaking down your body's defense against disease. And when this happens, the gut lining becomes thinner or more permeable. All right. So, so imagine like a really super thick pair of say like Lululemons. And imagine that were the lining of your gut. And now imagine food passing through that. Well, most of it would pass through and it wouldn't seep through. What, what was meant to seep through would seep through, right? But most of it would be able to stay within the gut lining and be digested. But what if your gut lining didn't look like a thick pair of opaque tights and looked something more similar to, say, a pair of fishnet nylons? with big holes or gaps between the threads. Well, that's kind of what happens when we begin to experience leaky gut. Over time, that material or the gut lining gets thinner and thinner 
that creates a space between the cell junctions. Now, there's many types or three different types of cell junctions, tight junctions, gap junctions, and anchoring junctions. In our gut, we want tight junctions. Tight junctions form kind of like gatekeepers from the gut to the bloodstream. When these tight junctions are loosened, the result of chronic inflammation, even low-level inflammation, well, then the gut doesn't work as a barrier anymore. In other words, things that shouldn't get into the bloodstream do, and things that need to be digested don't get digested, which explains why you can be eating perfectly clean and still do a nutrition panel and look malnourished. That's how the gut works. Now let's talk about how this happened. Other than just food, what other things are happening in our environment and in our lifestyle that are contributing to a loosening of those tight junctions? And how do we get them tight again? Well, we can't get them tight again until we can figure out what we're doing that's making them loose. What are we doing? What can we stop doing so that we can begin to heal our most important organ, what many people call the second brain, our gut microbiome? And I mean, these were terms I didn't even know two years ago. Leaky gut, gut microbiome, tight junctions. I mean, all of these things. Little did I know how much that really related to my overall health. And frankly, it was exciting. It was exciting to realize that I had answers. Finally, things started to make sense. And the reason why things didn't make sense before is because I didn't have all the information. You don't have all the information. You don't have all the pieces. It's been withheld from us. And we wanted to oversimplify diet. That's a fact. I mean, we want to ask our friends, hey, how'd you lose the weight? We want to read the covers of magazines and see that we can lose eight pounds in two weeks. We want to try that diet and lose the weight. But what happens is you lose the eight pounds and you put 12 back on. The bottom line is diet is not as simple as we want it to be. It's not one size fits all. So when you buy a diet book created by one expert and it works for them and maybe some of their clients, the idea that it's going to work for everyone, it defies science. It defies logic. It defies common sense. Yet we keep doing this over and over and over again. Why? Because we want answers. We just want to know what's the right thing. What am I supposed to eat? How am I supposed to exercise? What is it going to take for me to be healthy? The irony of all of this is that my own diet dilemma, I now realize, is your diet dilemma. It's everybody's diet dilemma. We've been misled. We've been brainwashed into believing that there is a single answer that's going to work for everybody. And it just doesn't exist. And the more I realized that the answer is an individual one, that it's just as unique as your DNA and your epigenetics and your age and all of the things that make you uniquely you, the more exciting it was to test this out, not just on myself, but on other people. And eventually I was able to use my platform in a way that I believe I'm morally obligated to do to help other people. And I started developing this method, not just with my own knowledge, but with the help and research of a team of registered dietitians and eventually a team of integrative healthcare professionals and scientists, and putting all of these pieces together so that people, just like you, who are smart enough to figure out like, 
you know, you know your body, you know what's working, what's not working. And bottom line is, you know, when you're losing weight and starting to feel healthy. And we started developing this method. It wasn't a diet, but it was approach, an approach to diet that followed a methodology of diet phasing. And eventually I tested it with 1,000 people and then 2,000 people and then 5,000 and then 10,000 and eventually 25,000 people have helped me, have joined this movement to figure out what's the answer. And I have to tell you, I feel like it's my purpose. I feel like, you know, sometimes your life doesn't really make sense to you, especially when you're going through something really challenging or frustrating or devastating. It doesn't all come together until you're through it. And there's been so many times in my life where I wondered, like, what am I doing in health and fitness? Like, how did I even end up here? And I truly believe because I've been listening, like trying to get closer to my relationship with God. I believe that He is using me as a vessel. And I believe that all of us have purpose in our challenges and the things that we've been able to overcome and to conquer, and that we have an obligation to help other people. And that's where I'm at today. It's why I've changed everything over the course of the last two years and devoted myself to this. It's why I took a break from podcasting. It's why you probably haven't seen me doing many appearances or writing books or taking on new projects because this to me felt like an obligation. I mean, I have to be transparent and tell you, I also feel like in some ways I've been part of the problem leading up to this. I too have created diet programs that I thought were, you know, probably the best thing for most people. Not knowing that a one size fits all plan doesn't work for all people. But when we know better, we have an obligation to do better. And that's what has fueled this journey for me. It's a movement. Not just 25,000 people have joined, but thousands and thousands and thousands of people who realize like, yeah, what are we doing? It just doesn't make sense that we've been on this dumb diet hamster wheel year after year after year, and we're heavier and more obese and more unhealthy than we ever have been before. It's time for a change. It's time for us to realize the approach is an individual one, and that's what the 131 movement is all about. I want to invite you, I'm urging you to learn more about it. I've created a video that you can watch by going to 131movement.com. In that video, I share my own personal story and some things I I really haven't talked about much publicly, but I believe in sharing my honest truth. In my story, you will hear your own. So I want to invite you to check it out. Go to 131, the numbers, movement.com to learn more. And again, I just want to say thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you for tolerating the break, the hiatus that I had to take from podcasting and then being here for me when I came back. It means so much to me and I don't take it lightly. And I appreciate you more than you could ever know. I mean, it's such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you, like in your ear and knowing that you listen to this stuff and hearing from you in social media. So please take a moment to let me know what you thought about this episode and maybe a little bit about your own journey. You can find me across all social media platforms. I'm Shalene Johnson, except if you go to Snapchat, which is where I'm probably the quickest to respond. So if you happen to be on Snapchat, you can find me by going to Shalene Official or adding the username 
Shalene Official, all one word, no spaces, Shalene Official. And hit me up. Tell me what you thought about this episode. Tell me a little bit about your own journey. I would love to hear from you. You do mean the world to me, so never forget that. You are the bomb.com. <laughs>